Welcome to Ryan Rants and Raves, a podcast series by the Quebec Government Office in New York. Bienvenue à Ryan Rants and Raves, une série de podcasts par le gouvernement du Québec à New York. So I'm pleased and very excited to be the, a great creator from Quebec. It's a brand that has had so much traction in the creativity. I'm with the creative director, Anne-Marie of Trois Paradis. Anne-Marie, thank you for taking the time to chat with me today. Thank you. You're welcome, Ryan. It's a pleasure. And, and Marie, you have to tell me how to pronounce your last name because I did not want to butcher it. So you, you pronounce it Chachua. It's, it's from Cameroon because my, my, my parents are from Cameroon descent. So Chachua, T-C-H-A, T-C-H-O-U-A. Chachua. And, and Marie, is that, is that of origin of Cameroon as well? Yeah, Emeric, no, it's from France. It's originally, the name is a French name. I know, originally it's a German name. But uh, I have the French uh, spelling, E-M-E-R-I-C, and you, you, you pronounce it Emeric. Emeric, my, my gosh, my, now my French is like, <laughs> oh, géante, géante. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to start, Emeric, can you tell my listeners a bit about Trois Paradis, how it came about, you know, the significance of the name as well? We started to think it was around 2013, 14. We had this idea of just making clothes for ourselves, me and a couple of friends. And from there, we did just like sweaters and jackets and stuff for us to wear. We put it on, on social media and we quickly realized that people really like it. And a lot of people ask us where they could buy it. So from there, we're like, okay, why don't we try something and just put some of the stuff we, we did for sale and see if people like it. So... We uh, produced like, I think it was like 20 to 30 pieces of each and opened an online web shop thinking we would sell very well. What happened is we didn't sell anything. Oh. Uh, <laughs> we didn't sell anything uh, the first day, second day. I think after two weeks, we sold like two pieces only. So we're like, okay, what are we going to do? So from there, I had a friend called Simon, a close friend of mine in the UK. And he knew a store uh, called Autograph Menswear in Birmingham. We decided to show the pieces to the store and to see if they're willing to take it on consignment, which they did. And I think they are around three weeks later, they called us telling us they sold everything. Right. And uh, they want to uh, order some more. Time we didn't know anything about how does it work with wholesale, with stores. We didn't know anything about the fashion industry because uh, it was, I think it was my first year in school. So I decided to act like I knew and I asked a lot of questions to people. And from <laughs> there, uh, we got invited to the Toronto Fashion Week. I think somebody canceled and they had one slot left. So they invited us to show our, our collection there. At the time, we didn't have no collection. So we built the collection in a month and a half. We presented there and there was some kind of awards at the end for the best collection in runways. And uh, we got voted the best uh, menswear collection of the Toronto Fashion Week. So that was kind of surprising because that was our first collection ever. Then we got invited by the British Fashion Council in the UK to present our collection in the showroom, which we did in London. Uh, during London Fashion Week. Then we, then from there, we meet somebody that invited us in Paris to a trade show to present our collection. 
And so from all these experiences, we kind of get an understanding on how the uh, fashion calendar works and how buying and selling to wholesale account and uh, other stores works. So from there, we realized that it's going to be very complicated because there is a lot of brands. So how can we stand out, basically? How can we uh, make sure we get noticed by buyers in the press? So what we did is during the Fashion Week the, the following year in Paris, we went with 12 models in front of the Rick Owens show, which at the time I think was one of the most popular shows where, where most of the buyers and the press were going. So we put out 12 models and we blocked the entrance of the Rick Owens show with 12 models. And <laughs> we got, okay, if the stores, if the buyers, if the press don't come to us, the idea was like, okay, we have to come to them. And so we can get noticed. So that's what we did. And from there, people really start noticing us. Um, we got a, a, something written about it on Ice Nobody, IBS, GQ, U, US, and ID UK. And we had our first like retailers in uh, Hong Kong uh, from this initiative and this uh, kind of guerrilla marketing technique that we did that worked really well for us. Then we came back to Montreal. A year or six months after, we get voted for Best Emerging Designer in Canada. Then a year after, we're in Paris and the people from the LVMH Price came to check our collection. We spoke for an hour, an hour and a half. And they told us that we should comp we should really register uh, to the LVMH Prize and that we have chances to get nominated because they really like our work and all the idea behind what we do. And based on that, we registered and we got nominated, of course. And it changed a lot because we during the prize we met so many people. Also, it helped us to be very confident about what we were doing. So it just um, make us believe more in our work, in our stories, in our designs, in the company in general. And also it kept us really focused in a way that, okay, this is the direction that we, we, we're taking right now, the right direction. Let's just keep on going that way. And uh, I think like a few months ago, we got uh, an award by the CFA for the best menswear designer in Canada, mm. which is really really cool as well. And three party, the meaning of it is uh, three is uh, uh, the equilibrium between the mind, the body, and the soul. It's also my um, my lucky number. And the parody is the seeking uh, for a better place, happiness. So basically, it's really also about making our journey on earth a better place. So it's looking for happiness and make our life, our environment, uh, our world a better place to live. That's what that was the and when we started the brand. What I really like about your story is a lot of it is it's just very organic and mixed with unique ways in approaching the industry. You know, people came to you and said we really like it. Yeah. And for awards thinking you should apply, you know, and that and that's something that shows that the product is, is so strong and that's what's yeah. so important. Yeah, it's, it's, it's that's true. It's really weird. Like we like when I listen to a lot of people uh, stories uh, and the when they the way the way they came in industry, I always feel like 
It's like it's not a straight line. It was like yeah. we were <laughs> left, right, right, left, learning. A lot of things happens because like yeah, people see what we're doing and they like it. So yeah, it's it's been a blessing. We got approached by a lot of interesting, cool people. Even when it comes to uh, opinion leaders that were in our product, a lot of most of the time it's them approaching us because they like it. So yeah, it's really organic, step by step, really in a healthy way. The way we're growing the company, and yeah, and and the response has been very positive. Like we're really lucky, blessed uh, to be able to be in this position. You know, you guys, what you guys also do, which is what you mentioned earlier, which I liked is the guerrilla marketing techniques. Cause that, that's, that's a great, that's very unique. That's a very um, innovative, you know, idea to dress the models um, before a coveted show like Rick Owens. And that really allows people to say, Oh, who is Trapakati? And then go further to learn more about your story. Yeah. I think also because it requires a lot of um, resources and sometimes you don't have the resources when you start. Yeah. So about how to the best with what you have and sometimes those kind of techniques they're like very efficient they can be risky if you don't do it well but they're very efficient and if it's done properly and they're and they don't cost as much as the other more traditional marketing technique if it's well executed so you executed it well and that's what that's what's important well thought yeah. and executed so yeah, that, exactly. that's that's what needs to happen but I do want to talk about, I think what's very interesting about your brand is within your DNA, even how you think about Trois Paradis is about making the world a better place. But your DNA is really about serving the community as well. I, I, I know it's like for International Women's Day, you did a small collection. And mm-hmm. I think maybe all of it went to a nonprofit organization to help women. Yeah. Um, yeah. So can you speak about how being a part of the community is really a part of Trois Paradis and you know, may share more about your women's wear, um, your uh, Women's Day, uh, International Women's Day collection? I feel like that's something that really came organically uh, to us. It's really like, okay, when COVID happened, we start questioning ourselves, questioning also our society, questioning uh, our company, questioning uh, our meanings. And we realized that, yeah, we like making clothes. It's really cool, but it's not enough. Uh, of course, it's going to help because we feel like people might might see what we do and get inspired from it, and maybe trying to emulate and do the same thing in a different uh, industry or maybe in fashion as well. So maybe that's helping people to believe in themselves. But we felt like oh, we're lacking of doing something that that really makes sense to us in a way that we can see the results right now and like okay. Why instead of having this conversation, why why don't we integrate it in in our in our brand narrative and really trying to do something about it by using uh the voice that we have with three parody, right? Instead of using it to sell clothes, only why don't we use it to to spread a message and our values to other people? So we started with the book that we did for kids during the COVID that we asked a lot of um, people from internet uh, through social media to draw a bird. And those birds would be used to create uh, drawing books for the kids of the uh, Children's Hospital in Montreal. Uh, it works so well. We got drawings from huge artists, uh, huge, huge artists, uh, uh, invaders from Paris, uh, Andre Sarayava, Dr. Wu, 
So we had a lot of people that took part of this initiative and which was great. Then we decided, okay, that gives us confidence to keep on working on projects that stemmed from conversations and that could really make the world a better place with small effort. And so we did something for Women International Women's Day. Uh, it's a campaign called Life is called Life is Born of Women. So it started from a conversation where we we realized that hey, we're living in a in a patriarchy where the, the men's are so in control, in charge of everything and decide everything. But life comes from women. So it's like a paradox where the women's are the most important component of making and creating life, but men's are dominating and they're like kind of crushing women's and their rights and everything in a lot of places in the world. So we're like, okay, uh, let's do something for International Women's Day just to remind people that, yeah, that life is one of women. And so what we did is we did a campaign where we asked with a lot of celebrities from all over the world, and we asked them if they could take a picture. Uh, we did a T-shirt, and we asked them to take, to take a picture of the T-shirt or themselves wearing the T-shirt and giving a story of a woman that inspired them to pay homage uh, and to remind people how important women's in their life is. Yeah came from that and it was a huge success. So we we sold all the uh, small capsule collection component that we did from this initiative and everything went to an association called the Shoebox Collection. That's the Shoebox Project, I mean, which is an association, uh, uh, an organization, nonprofit that gives gifts to homeless women or women at risk uh, all over uh, Canada, in the UK and in the United States. We're launching um, our foundation called the Fondation Paradis, which is a, a non-profit also. Uh, and the idea of the foundation is to help people to reach their full potential. So that's the idea of, uh, behind what we're doing through the, through the Fondation Paradis, basically. So, yeah, so, so this idea of community is also uh, the idea of really making the earth a better place. And that's why... Uh, we we decided to do all this initiative and there is so much more coming. And that's why we decided also to launch the foundation in order to be able to separate the the brand and the business from us doing initiative that helps to better the life of others. I think it's good that you have it separate, but, you know, I remember when you first told me, when I first met you um, and when you told me about Trois Paradis you, and, you know, what you did for International Women's Day, and then what you're doing for, you know, helping communities and Les Quartiers Ma Plus Végé, it was really beautiful. And what I really like because it's a true brand that Thank you. is to do good, you know, you know, it's a true, true brand with a mission. And I think that is something that, you know, a lot of, peop a lot of people say, but there's a little action. A lot of brands say like, yeah. we're here to be a part of the community, but they're, they're, there are little bag brands I come across and they're like, this is what we're doing. And it's, it's true action. And, and that's, but um, it's, it's, it's also deeper than like, it's not really like, Oh, we want to be part of the community. It's just that being part of the community is the way we can help because by yeah. helping, you know, so it, it, it's really like, okay, what can we do to help? And from helping people, you realize that, oh, you, you, you have to be part of the community, but we're already part of the community, but you have to, the brand or the foundation has to really deep go deep into the community to help. 
So I feel like we never really wanted to be part of the community from like a business perspective because it really came from the the, the idea of helping people. And when you yeah. help people, you're gonna go in, in those communities to help. And yeah, and I feel like, yeah, there is a real like, um, a real idea that is way deeper than fashion behind three parody. That is really like something that we say is everything is really based on a true story. We tell stories that everybody can understand and relate. I now and Eric want to chat about the new collection that just came out. Um, do you want to share anything about the new collection? I know um, that you did a collaboration too on Instagram with a, a botanist. I can't remember her name, but yes, Olga. Uh, yeah, Olga. Olga. So the idea, so uh, I met Olga through Instagram. Oh, you uh, met her. <laughs> yeah, I met her through Instagram uh, two years ago, I think. Yeah, two, almost two years ago. And the idea was uh, we just started the conversation uh, because I really liked what she was doing. And I was really curious about it. And then we just kept on talking and talking. And one thing leads to another. I was working on a collection that was about gratefulness. Basically, I, I was in, a, in an introspection at the time when I was asking myself a lot about uh, happiness. And I decided, I, I decided, oh, and I realized that being, um, being happy to me is to be grateful, to uh, enjoy life and to be grateful being alive, to being grateful for every experience, to be grateful to be able to experience good things, positive things, and even negative things, because that's also part of life and of the balance of equilibrium. So the idea was like, yeah, I want to express this feeling of gratefulness, of gratitude in a collection. And the better idea to express gratitude in real life is to offer people flowers, our loved ones, and to give people their flowers. Uh, I decided to make uh, clothes with real flowers. So we used real flowers, um, dry flowers that we handpicked, and each flower uh, was sewn by hand and oh. uh, made like uh, shapes, forms, bouquet. Uh, like P letters, different different things with this flower, these flowers, and that we applied on clothes. So that was a, a and that that's make a beautiful, a beautiful result. So, so we have like some clothes with like a bouquet popping out the pockets, another one like a jacket with like a P, like a paradise, flowers mimicking a P letters, uh, to remind people of like a letterman jacket, a varsity letterman jacket. Yeah, so basically it was really like uh, a lot about um, about gratefulness, about love, and about giving people their flowers while they're still alive, and about telling people how much you love them, and spreading this kind of message through this this capsule collection flowers. And yeah, it was it's a great success. Uh, people really like it. When I see something like that, that's something where it's you just want to see it and touch and feel it because it just from from the photos is it's um so beautiful and you just want to see that hand craftsmanship you know i i really enjoyed this conversation bien sûr of course anytime hey, ryan really anytime
<laughs> and we'll see each other soon. So yes, doors are uh, open. I, uh, let's see each other soon. Anytime I come by New York, anytime you come by Montreal, like we let each other know right away. Merci d'avoir écouté Ryan's Rants and Raves. Suivez-nous sur Instagram at Ryan's Rants and Raves. Thank you for listening to Ryan's Rants and Raves. Follow us on Instagram at Ryan's Rants and Raves. À très bientôt.